0: Welcome back to Powered by Self-Love, a snack size lesson in self-love that you can use to create your ultimate you. My name is Sarah, and I am an author and a live event creator, and I am your host. <laughs> Why do I always literally, literally want to sing Disney's Be Our Guest whenever that happens? Or like from Cabaret. And I am your host, Vale Callman. I mean, I, I kind of like desensitize myself to that really bad joke. Okay, so I asked folks on social media to tell me some topics that they were interested in and a a conversation that you want to have and I am super happy to have it is what is the first thing that you should do when you realize you're in pain? What is... The first thing you should do when you realize that shit is off in your life and you're not so happy. So let's talk about that. Sometimes we, we realize we're in pain, bam, and it happens like lightning and it just comes out of nowhere. But other times we we sit in the water of our own life And we don't realize that slowly over time, things are not as good as we think they are. We don't realize over time that the things that we're experiencing hurt us. We don't realize that we're not happy. And we get so used to our situations, our scenarios in life that the temperature gets turned up around us, and all of a sudden, one day we wake up and the water is really hot and we have a moment or a flash of clarity or something happens and we go, oh shit, this fucking sucks. And then all of a sudden, you realize you're in pain and you don't know what to do. I personally have experienced that in my life before. Um, And I know what that feels like. I know what it feels like to one day have a realization that the stuff around you hurts and that the way you've set your life up doesn't feel good and that a lot of things feel wrong and yet you have no idea what's wrong and how to make it better. And there you are Standing under a mountain of shit that you feel responsible for making, having no idea what to do next to dig yourself out of this pile of poop. It's like standing under this big pile of poop with a sample ice cream spoon from Baskin and Robbins, like that little plastic pink spoon, and then turning around and go, how? It's like... And then turning around and going, how do I possibly make my way to the other side of this poop, to the fresh air, to the fresh start, when all I have is this tiny little spoon? It's overwhelming. And you get full of all these feelings, confusion, shame, what do I do next, fear, all this stuff, and it can be paralyzing. And that is where I want us to begin our conversation today. What do you do when you have this realization that you're standing under a mountain of shit? And I'm not calling you shit per se, but what do you do when you realize that you're not happy? What do you do when you realize that something is off? What do you do? What do you do? Because those feelings can be so overwhelming and scary and confusing that you may have no idea what to do next. And so that is what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the first thing that you can do. And then we're going to talk about the second thing that you can do. (laughs) I know. Mind-numbingly brilliant speech work there the first thing you can do the second thing you do i once dated a guy who told me that if i wanted to speak effectively that i had to use my fingers when i was illustrating points so just imagine that i say the first thing and i hold up one finger and then the second thing to hold up another finger because apparently that will help keep you on track so when you feel like the shit has hit the fan and i'm not talking about uh danger I'm talking about pain. So let's put a little qualifier in there before we before we dig deep. There is a difference in life between discomfort and danger. There is a difference between discomfort and danger, and it is important to acknowledge that the way we handle danger and the way we handle discomfort are two very different things. It's also important to acknowledge that people of all different mental health statuses are going to approach both discomfort and danger differently. So for shits and giggles, let's assume that right now you are not in danger. Your body is not in danger. Your mind is not in danger. You are safe and sound. You're just really fucking uncomfortable and you're really unhappy about something. Let's also say for shits and giggles that you are of sound mental health. Because if we're talking about that, let's throw this entire podcast away and make sure that we do whatever we need to do to prioritize your mental and physical health. First off, like, point blank. Nothing else after that. But if what you're feeling is discomfort and not danger, what you're feeling is the discomfort of realizations or life choices or reckonings or come-to-Jesus moments or however you want to think about it, what do we do then? We observe. You cannot address, or change, or grow through, or heal, or find an alternative way of doing something if you are not willing to see what you are feeling. The most important thing that you can do, I believe, when you are experiencing pain is be honest with yourself about the pain that you are feeling you have to be as honest with yourself as you can about what is hurting you now this really sucks because sometimes being honest about what's hurting ourselves requires us to realize that we've played a part in the hurt It requires us to see that there are choices that we've made that have perpetuated the pain. It it makes us see that. And that sucks. Nobody wants to know that they're responsible for feeling shitty. Nobody does. But until we're willing to be honest about what hurts us, until we're willing to see the people, the relationships, the situations that are not conducive to our ultimate you, we cannot make any different choices. So until we are willing to see that the relationship that that we are in that we want to believe is all green flags is a gajillion red flags painted green, until we see that the the Coping mechanisms that we're using that, we're, that we think are getting us by because you know they're what we've been doing and they're all we know until we see that maybe those are not as aligned as we want them to be until we see that the situations that we are a part of in our life are not nurturing and fulfilling and wholesome for us. We cannot choose anything different. So um, I want you to think about your only job when you feel something hurtful is to be a narrator in a movie objectively looking at your life. Think about yourself as being um, an author or that voice in the movies that talks like this and says, Sarah was hurting and she was hurting because she couldn't stop banging dudes that didn't care about her. What will she do next? I want you, (laughs) I challenge you, to be as objective as you can as possible about what you observe you are feeling hurt over. So in that moment, you can start by asking yourself questions like, what am I really feeling? What am I feeling in my body? What am I feeling in my mind? Who is involved in this situation? How am I involved in this situation? Do an inventory of what you are feeling so that you can observe it. And this is going to do a couple of things. First, if you focus on the observation, it will increase your mindfulness, it will increase your connection to self and it will decrease the chance that you're going to do something reactively to put a band-aid on that may feel good in the short term, but is going to screw you over in the long run. Like it'll focus more on keeping you in the present and less on escaping. It'll focus you more on self-awareness and the connection to you than it will about searching for something else that you can do immediately to make the hurt go away. And of course, it will leave you room for doing something different because unless you can see what hurts you, you cannot change what hurts you. So when you have thing one, (laughs) thing one, as I go back to the ex-boyfriend who told me to use my fingers, thing one, When you are having a moment where you are realizing that you are experiencing pain and that something in your life is not aligned with you, the first thing that you can do, rather than freak the fuck out, rather than go buy a magic thing or sign up for a class or a teaching or rather than fuck some random dude or eat a bag of Hershey Kisses backwards while standing on your nose, all of which are perfectly fine choices, may or may not have done all those things myself, what you can do is observe and be as honest with yourself about what you are feeling hurt over. I also just want to chime in here and let you know that your ability to be honest about your own pain may suck in the beginning, and that's okay. Because if we're not used to being honest with ourselves, if we're not used to looking at ourselves with objectivity, it can be really hard to do. So just know that at any given time, all that matters is not that you get it perfect. All that your ultimate you cares about is that you do the best you can to see yourself with honesty, which means if your heart is really telling you something, If you really know something, if you really know the truth about something, you have to honor that and you have to be real about it. You cannot look at something that you really know the truth about and then ignore it. You cannot say, I'm being really honest with myself, when you know deep in your heart that the partner that you're with is never going to be supportive of loving to you the way you need it to be, and that's really hurtful to you, but you keep telling yourself otherwise, right? That's not being honest with yourself. Being honest with yourself requires that you listen to those tiny little whispers that you hear in the back. that may also be like lightning cracking through you but that you don't want to pay attention to okay so that's thing one the second thing you do when you realize that you're in pain and this is the most like this is the shit that you came here for no doubt i'm not getting paid for this but if i was this would be the money shot not to make a porn reference, but this would be it, baby. This is what you came for, lightning. Do 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 do. Okay, this would be what you came for. You ready? The second thing that you do when you realize that you're in pain is drum roll. Stop doing the thing that hurts you. Do-do. <laughs> no, really. Stop doing the thing that hurts you. I know, don't hate me. There's, it's not fun when I say that. I get it. You want me to tell you something else? You want me to tell you that by um, putting on Paula Abdul's Rush Rush and interpretive dancing, that everything is going to be okay, and that will be how you ease your pain. It is not. If you don't stop doing what hurts you, then the pain won't get better. So you actually have to stop. You actually have to do something different. But in order to do something different, you have to stop what you're doing first, right? So like, uh, imagine, um, I don't know, like a, a Venn diagram, or like, oh, I got it. Imagine a beautiful vase. It's a beautiful vase. And it's got liquid in it. And the liquid is rotten. Right, It's like dirty flower water. And you wanna put beautiful flowers in the vase, but all you have right there is a vase full of dirty flower water. Well, in order to put new water in, you have to dump the old water out. You cannot put new water in over the vase that is already full with dirty water. You have to empty it out in order to replace it with something else. That's what it is like when you're trying to do something different. You cannot do something different while you are already doing what is dysfunctional. That is a fucking quotable. Somebody quote that shit. You you cannot do something different while you are so focused on doing something dysfunctional. You have to stop and make room and make space for a new thought or a new behavior or a new action. Now, stopping doing the things that hurt is not easy. It may be incredibly self-loving, but it can also suck a big donkey schlong. And it's okay, Let me make sure you hear it in my voice. It's okay if it takes you time between realizing that something is hurtful and being able to stop doing it. Now, it may happen really quickly for you, but it also could take time. And that's okay, too. You may have to get to a point where you get really fucking fed up with shit or where you get really scared before you're willing to stop doing something, before you realize that stopping doing something is the only thing that's going to make it better. And that's okay. I'm not here to judge you for that. Plenty of times in my life, I've seen some painful truths that I haven't wanted to deal with that I knew I would deal with when I was okay and when I was ready to And I had faith that as long as I kept asking myself and honestly answering questions that I would know when the right time was to do something different. It took me over a year and a half to realize that I was ready to walk away from mm, the most intensive relationship I'd ever had in my life with somebody who represented my core wound. I remember very specifically the day that I realized the problem, that I saw the truth. And then I very specifically remember going, okay, and we're not ready to deal with that today. And then I also remember the moment that I knew I had to. Um, he was at my house and he was walking down the stairs and he looked so fucking good. He was wearing like a blazer and some jeans and some cowboy boots and that was the moment that I realized I was gonna have to walk away from him and it took a while from from one moment to the next and it sucked so I'm just trying to reassure you that there's no judgment in between step two step one and step two there's no judgment on how long it takes you to get there um, here is what I want you to understand is that the removal of of an action, a thought, a behavior, a relationship, or a person is not yet the invitation for a replacement. It's just the removal. And here's, here's the tricky part about diet culture personal growth. The idea that if we slap a Band-Aid on it, then we'll be healed. If we slap a Band-Aid or a product or an idea or anything on something that will be broken before and then suddenly will be fixed and better, right? That idea. Slapping a new distraction on a wound does not make it heal. It prevents it from healing. You know how sometimes when you actually physically have a wound, uh, it has to be wrapped in a bandage, and then sometimes it has to get air and exposure in order to heal? If you are so busy searching for the next course, the next retreat, the next diet, the next fuck buddy, the next job, the next hair color, maybe all of which I have done. If you are so busy hopping to what is next, you cannot heal and give space to what hurts. So just realize that when you stop doing what hurts you, that's not necessarily an invitation to replace it with a new behavior yet. It's more just an invitation to stop fucking doing what hurts you. And in doing that, you will be forced to cultivate one of the greatest skills that you can have in life, which is the ability to sit through your own discomfort. The ability to sit in your own discomfort. The ability to sit in a situation that is emotionally or physically uncomfortable for you and say, do I have everything that I need? Am I really safe right now? Am I in danger or am I just in discomfort? Because if I'm in discomfort, the best thing that I can do is realize that I am the sky and my feelings are just the weather and things will wash through me and I am grounded and I am safe and I have the tools in me and I am here breathing in and breathing out. I do not need to cope. I do not need to screw someone or eat something or buy something. I have, I have what I need. I am solid. I am standing on the sand and the waves can come up and lap around me and the feelings of loneliness and the fear and the anxiety can all wash up on my feet and then wash away again and I will still be standing. The ability To sit in your own discomfort may be one of the most essential life skills that it takes to live a self-loving life. The ability to realize that you can feel hard things and experience hard stuff and still be okay at the exact same time is one of the greatest skills that you can cultivate in your life. If there is a muscle that is out there for self-love land that you wanna work out, it is that fucking muscle. It is the muscle and the ability to know that you can do hard shit and be totally okay at the exact same time. Now, you're gonna wanna know what step three is. And here's the thing, I can't tell you because your step three is going to be different than somebody else's step three. Based on what you're feeling, your step three, uh, your what to do next after that at one chapter of your life is going to be different than your what to do next based on a different chapter in your life. Wherever you are in life, whatever is hurting you, there are going to be different things that you can do to move through it. There are going to be different things that you can do heal through and create different patterns and actions and stuff like that now the way that i deal with this clapping clapping, clapping. <laughs> the way that i deal with this and the strategy that i teach people for going from discomfort and realization into moving through the icky hard stuff into what to do next is i teach people to create something called a self-love to-do list We start by figuring out what we don't want in life, what is hurting us, and then we flip it around and we literally turn it into a practical, tangible list that says, if I don't want to feel this way, if I don't want to hurt like this, then that means I do want this. Because sometimes when you're really in pain, you have no fucking idea what it feels like not to be in pain. You're so used to what hurts you that if somebody says, well, just do what makes you happy, you want to throat punch them. Because there's no possible way you can learn what makes you happy when all you're familiar with is what makes you unhappy, right? Like, this is literally the reason why I wrote the book that I wrote. Because I am so sick and tired, or I became so sick and tired of life, of thinking, well, just do what would make me happy. Well, if I knew what would make me happy, then I would just do it then, wouldn't I? Like if I knew how to grab great self-esteem and I knew how to get the kind of relationship with dudes who wanted to do more than bend me over, then like, sorry, mom and dad, then I would do that, right? Like if I knew all those things, then I would then I would make all those changes in me. So the tool that I teach people is to create a self-love to-do list, which gets you from uh, the realization of pain to the removing of the stuff that hurts you, to coming up with a tactical, um, like actual physical checklist that you can use of little tiny things that you can start doing to create change in your life every day based on knowing what hurts you and not doing what hurts you because unless you are willing to see what hurts you you cannot possibly come up with an alternative thing to do that's going to make it better unless you are honest with yourself about what really hurts you you cannot cultivate self-love unless you are willing to see what is not self-loving you cannot see what is self-loving right so i know that the idea of seeing hard shit sucks but you know what buckle up buttercup because the ability to see your own hard shit is like maybe one of the greatest gifts out there there are people who go their whole lives never being willing to see what really hurts them and you know what that's okay for them but if you're here right now it's not okay for you which means you gotta put your big girl panties on. You gotta do hard shit. And I'm saying this with nothing but fucking love, because I got you. I really do. I got your back. And I am not here judging you. I am literally standing next to you. I am standing freaking next to you with my hand out, unless you're not a hand holder, then something else, whatever. And I'm saying, you got this girlfriend. But all of this starts with being willing to see what's wrong and what hurts you. So let's just wrap this up because we are nearing the end of our time together. If you have gotten to a place in your life where you realize that something is hurting you, your first reaction may be to want to rush into a Band-Aid, to want to rush towards something that numbs the pain food, sex, new job, distraction, social media, whatever, your first instinct might be to anesthetize. And I get that. I mean, I really get that. But the anesthetizing isn't going to help you in the long run. It's going to put a little band-aid on what hurts you right now, and it is going to keep you where you are. It's going to keep you in the middle of pain. So the first thing you have to do is become an observer in your own life and ask yourself as honestly as you can, what is really hurting me right now? And be as truthful as you can with yourself. And the second thing is to stop doing what hurts you. Now those are all really big actions and we can explore all of those later but the moral of the story is is that the quick solution the anesthetization the tapping out the doing whatever you need to do in order to cover up the hurt that's not going to help in the long run the only thing that's really going to help you move from a place of Discomfort and pain to a place of self loving is going to be honesty. And you can't buy that in a store, you can't get that from an influencer, you can only get that from yourself. So in future podcasts, we'll talk about this more. Um, if you want to learn more about the idea of how to create a self-love to-do list and all of this stuff, it is all in my book, which you can pre-order right now on my website, my book, Soul Archaeology, A Totally Doable Strategy to Creating a Self-Loving and Liberated Life. It's available on my website, and I will talk to you about all the different kinds of pain, and how I was willing to see pain, and all the things that can hurt you, and how they hurt me, and how I learned to do this myself. Also, reminder, as I always do, I am not a licensed mental health uh, support of any kind, and I encourage you to get the help that you deserve. I am here to help you understand that you are more powerful than you realize, and to help you understand that you are not alone. And then I am cheering you on. So that is it for this week. Thank you for hanging out with me as always. I love you. I love you. I am cheering you on. And you got this. Okay, bye.